Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. On with the show is right. <laughs> Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is Blake. Uh, today is Monday, December 4th, mm. 2023, and I'm joined by Pastor Joey Hill. Hello. And, and Miss Tiffany Wilson. What's up? And that's my phone. Uh, Already just ding. dinging. Already. Sorry. <laughs> but we welcome you guys. We're coming to you to review uh, Sunday, December 3rd here at High Point. The first Sunday of December, and um, man, it's been an eventful past week and weekend, huh? Mm. Yeah, yesterday there was all kinds of stuff going on up here. <laughs> oh yeah, there was. We had wow. there was two wow. two breakfasts, a lunch, par- Christmas party, a lunch birthday party, and then another Christmas party that night. Women, all here. women's party, yeah. Yeah. yeah, all here. Yeah, it's getting into party season, mm. man. <laughs> Party we had a party going on at our mm. house for all the corner high school varsity cheerleaders last night. <laughs> Ooh, that was last that night. Like a blast. Ooh, is yeah. that that was the uh, gingerbread houses I saw, right? Oh yeah. So I. Oh, had, who won? By the way, on that, I don't know. <laughs> I got it. I Blake locked himself in the bedroom again. <laughs> yeah. I came in. <laughs> Too many females. Too many I came females. in. You know, we got we celebrated my birthday over the weekend as we were talking about on Sunday gravy last yeah. week because. We we celebrated it here on Monday, but we celebrate. My birthday was on Friday, and so I got I got to have me a birthday weekend. I got a little nice. get together on Friday, and then and then uh, again on Sunday um, after church on Sunday at my house. And then anyway, but uh, I had I was taking uh, my youngest actually had a makeup dance thing to do that, that anyway. Long story, but I had to take her over to the dance studio and then got back there. And when I got back, I walked in and it was just a house full of cheerleaders having a Christmas party. So I just <laughs> made a beeline straight <laughs> to my bedroom. You got as small as you possibly did, could. Did you even get to grab snacks? Well, <laughs> like a I, ghost. Yeah. You vaporized. No, I did. I did kind of drift in and out when I heard them like really engaged in what they were doing when they were swapping gifts and stuff. I drifted out and went into the kitchen and made yeah. me a bunch of stuff real quick. <laughs> They'd never <laughs> seen me. And slipped back in there. Oh, yeah. I got spotted a few times though. Mm. Anyway. Sasquatch. It was wild. Sasquatch. I'll tell you. I, I was just going to say, because I, I show up and they're parked all over the place mm. and mm-hmm. it's a bunch of high school girls. So they're parking. It's in our, our houses is like, it, you know, it's not laid our driveway. And so it's not laid out just like great for like that kind of stuff anyway. And so they were just parked everywhere. And one of them parked uh, right in the middle of the drive where when you got to the top, there's just nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. And then sure enough, I get there and I'm having to drive through the grass and maneuver to try to get to where I can actually park the car. And I finally get out. And then here comes FedEx. <laughs> oh, no. 
Because their timing is perfect. Yeah. yeah. FedEx pulls into the drive. FedEx is parked in front of the ha- or at the top of the driveway, and they're like, I got nowhere to go. And then here comes UPS right behind them. What? <laughs> and then here comes Brett Harris to pick up his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> and I had three cars lined up in the driveway, and I called Brett. I was like, uh, hey, man, can you just back out? <laughs> back out. And that's not an easy driveway to back out. Yeah. No, it's not. It's like a roller coaster. Mm. So anyway. That's funny. Yeah, traffic jam. But if you were looking for UPS or FedEx, they'd never mm-hmm. be found. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's getting, you know, with it getting dark earlier like it is, too, it's just weird. And you get packages delivered. Oh, it feels yeah. like they're coming in the middle of the night. But yeah. it's like, no, it's they like, just showed up at 4.30. Don't you have a life or something? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This time of year when it's like holiday shopping and stuff, we do get packages at 8, 9 o'clock. Yeah, we and have as well. You know my driveway is like straight uphill. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they won't drive up there because I think they don't know if they can turn around, which they yeah. can. Right. So well, they'll just leave it at my mailbox, which means at 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock at night, I have to make the decision, does this package sit on the road overnight, right. or do I get it in my car and drive down there well, to get it? We've had that a few times, and but, you know, because you can't see our house from the road. Uh-huh. And so they, we've had them leave at the, at the mailbox a couple of times, which is like, wow. But I think it's just because they look at our really long driveway going way back in the woods, and it's like, if I go back there, it may be like a rerun of Deliverance. Or something like. I may not come back. Yeah. That's That's, awesome. There's no telling who lives back in them their parts, then, then their hills. Uh, anyway, anything. Uh, we had, uh, let's see. Apart from that, I'm trying to think. Well, we had the SEC championship yeah, game. Yeah, roll tight. I'm just going to say right now, this is one of those few times where I'm glad we're not a sports talk radio show. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Though, I'm telling you, the world is on fire. Yeah. Jesus oh, yeah. may be coming back Maybe. real soon. <laughs> this has to be revelation prophecy taking place because you would think. Yeah. When no. they announced mm. the playoff list yesterday, we were sitting in full moon down in Fultondale, mm. and everybody screamed. When they showed Alabama at number four, well, <laughs> everybody was, I was shocked. I saw, I, went, I saw a few in the service because it 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 was they dropped, were watching right. It was <laughs> dropped right in the middle of my sermon. I know, and I saw people's heads go straight down to their phones, like, and I'm like, it's so awesome to know that the spirit has got you <laughs> locked in. You know, I, uh, just so y'all know, he knows. I, I was I was in the first service. I was in the first worship service, so I was in the commons area with a couple other guys mm-hmm. w- watching a phone mm. to see it. And we saw it, and I, I had to resist when I came in there to give out the gift card to look at you and give you the signal. But it was funny because cause I'm like, he's th- that's just not right. I can't tell him while he's in the middle of trying to give a message. But yes. But uh <laughs> I saw it's so funny that I had that thought though, because then I saw on Facebook later yesterday evening where somebody posted a picture of one of their ushers and the pastor had told him before the message starts, he said, just come in and hold up a number or a zero. <laughs> If you hold up a zero, I'll know we didn't get yeah, in. Yeah. And the guy, the guys in the back of the room grinning ear to ear with fours up in the air. <laughs> like, we're a four seed, baby. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. He's an a usher, and he's like, he's like holding the offering basket under his arm with four, fours in the air. We in, baby. We're in. I love it. Uh, yeah. Priorities, right? He's like, walk in. Well, yeah, walk in. Stop church. Stop church. <laughs> So, like, yesterday, I, I had the deck stacked against me because mm-hmm. on Saturday, what time did the uh, SEC championship game start? 
Three o'clock. Three o'clock. Yeah. Three o'clock. Three o'clock. I had us at the house we were going to an hour early, y'all. Oh, so, nice. you know. Okay. Well, for the record, I was in Scottsboro doing a wedding and take a wild guess at what time it started. Three o'clock. Mm. And so I had so I had on Saturday and Sunday, I had two audiences that were not where I was. You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Yeah. They were not in the room. Right. And even at the end of the wedding, I, I, I threw a little shout out to all the Alabama Georgia fans. I was like, uh Chris it was Chris Huff. I said, like, Chris, finally, along with all the Alabama Georgia fans, we finally get to see you. Kiss your bride. <laughs> you know, and so it was just like, yeah. everybody was like, yeah. It didn't matter. They were all watching the game during the wedding. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. so, so, but what got what the best part yesterday was, but because I didn't know, I mean, I saw heads go down and I kind of, but I'm telling you people, I'm locked in on my message. Like I, I'm locked in. I, I forgot about the CFP stuff. Mm-hmm. I saw heads go down. I went, okay, it's probably out now, but I just kept going. And uh, but and even when I got to the end, I had, it, it was oblivious. Like I didn't like run, go, hey, are we in? Like I was not waiting right. on pins and needles. I was really in the room, right? Yeah, your mind was and, elsewhere. Yeah. And when I got when I dismissed the second service, our guitar player Todd Armstrong, I had already said before because I know he's a big Alabama fan. I said before the service started, I said, "Look, man, I said I, just, I hate to break be the bearer of bad news, but you know we're not getting in." Like, it, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. I was like, it, they'll burn the word, world down. You know, like, look, they if if Alabama gets in, like, they don't care about Texas. It's Alabama. Like, we're not getting in. I heard all the pundits the night before. Hmm. I, I said, it's, we're just not getting in. You could just see his head just kind of drop a little bit. So after the service, I totally forgot about the whole thing. And I dismissed. And I'm standing on stage. And, you know, the band, they always close in a worship song, so they're on stage. When it was over, Todd walks up behind me, and I just got through preaching my heart out. He looks at me and goes, you are wrong. (laughs) And I went, now, the last time something like that happened to me (laughs) was somebody who totally misunderstood something I said in the sermon, you know? Right, right. I I was like, (laughs) what I do? I was like, what did I say in my sermon? And he was like, Alabama's in. <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, funny. he was like, I was like, oh my God. It was, you know, it was funny. Mm-hmm. Funny, funny day. Yeah. Crazy busy weekend. Yeah. But here yeah. we are. We're yeah. not a sports talk radio show, so I don't have to give you my I know. opinions. I know. It's like we could hypothesize on it. I could give you why I think, but I don't think, I think everybody's probably already tired of hearing people talk about it, you know? Oh, for sure. They're probably coming to us to go. Can we not talk about it? Right. You know? So yeah, um, I do have something I can something I can tell you guys about a gift that I got for. Um, I got a couple several unique gifts for your from, birthday for my birthday. It was things that were on my Amazon wish list, but it's kind of like I put a lot of stuff on there, mm-hmm. and sometimes sometimes and and that's that's the advantage of the Amazon wish list is you put so much stuff on there you forget yeah. that you put it on there. Do you feel like you're like getting married all over again? Like it's a, you know what I'm saying? It's the little wedding, <laughs> wedding <laughs> registry. I feel uh, like no, this no. is my Christmas registry. No, it's not. It's not like that. Well, it is like that, but it's not like that yeah. because it's yeah. like what I do is anytime I'm on Amazon for whatever purpose, like for personal reasons or like I'm looking for something for the church and I'm like, oh, I'd kind of like to have one of those. And, you know, yeah. I add it to my mm-hmm. wish list. Yeah. And then I'll, I've been doing that for years. So 
one of the things that I got has been on my wish list for probably three years, mm. and no one's ever bought it for me. But um, I got some unique gifts, mm. I, and they've already been made fun of thoroughly. But <laughs> one of them, I'll have to give a shout-out to um, Robert Minchu that goes to our church. Okay. He got me some uh, – he was in Amish country, and he <laughs> – a while back on a trip, and he, he knew about my love for popcorn – Mm. And he got me some Amish country popcorn topping, and I tried it, and it was some of the best popcorn topping butter I had ha- I'd had. And then I found out that they resold through Amazon, and they sold it in gallon sizes. <laughs> no, you didn't. You did so it's like a it's like a one <laughs> it's a one gallon size of popcorn butter topping. And it's Wait, like thirty dollars. Is it butter or is it like a like a butter flavored powder, like a seasoning? No, it's like the liquid butter, like you get out of the machine. Oh, like you squirt it. Yeah, That's and it's a is. lot of butter. Yeah, it's a lot of butter, and it's <laughs> like gallon. spot on, and it has like a spout that you squeeze and like. Oh whoosh, my goodness! Squirt it out like a giant thing of ketchup or something. But it's uh, but it's just like the stuff at the movies. I mean, it is <laughs> spot on, and uh, so I put that on my wish list and somebody bought it for me and uh the other thing and this hang this, on i gotta i gotta add one thing yeah. like so anytime you talk amish now i don't know why but i cannot stop thinking about the fact that they're about to start growing weed for medicine purposes <laughs> really have you heard about this uh-uh. yeah so the amish what? are they they've made like their request or whatever to be able to farm it right and everything and so it's like and everybody's like in an uproar about it and stuff so when you were talking hmm. about amish flavored butter popcorn it was hard for me not to get a few weed jokes in my head <laughs> I <got you. laughs> it's like, yeah it's no like, it, it's not like does it make you really hungry it's not like <laughs> it's a different kind of popcorn topping <laughs> yeah yeah that, but it's it's really good though. But it, it was funny because mm-hmm. I've had a few people that's been at our house already just since I got it and walked through and they're like, "What is that?" Because I had it out <laughs> sitting on the counter. And that's another thing too. You take a gallon jug with a big spout sticking up off the top of it. Mm-hmm. it it's hard to find somewhere to put it. Yeah, where are you gonna put that? <laughs> so we got it hidden in a bottom cabinet. But yeah, I was gonna say, how often do you make popcorn? Like on a regular basis? Well, not as much as I used to. Like used to, I'm not exaggerating. I used to make popcorn almost every night, but now I don't because I got, I was stricken with diverticulitis that one time. <laughs> but, which they say technically that How if, old if you were look you it up, you if you look it up, like that's technically, they say it, there's n- no proof that that causes it, but then people will tell you to stay away from it also. So yeah. Hmm. anyway, uh, but I still eat it. <laughs> so how long will it take you to go through a gallon of Oh, this I stuff? don't know. A while. Okay. A while. Does it keep as long as you need it? I guess. It, so no expiration date? You know, I hadn't even looked. <clears throat> I'll, t- I'll have to check that out. Hmm. But one, one of the things, and this is going to be the reason I can't make fun of Tiffany anymore for whittling, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. that I put on my wish list that my in-laws got me. My mother-in-law and father-in-law bought me. I'm excited about this. I'm really excited about it. Guess. Y'all got to guess. I'll tell you, it has to do with food as well. Mm, I don't know it, if I've ever said it so out loud. So is it a cooking utensil of some sort? I don't know if I've ever said is it out loud. Is it like loud. a butter A churn? skillet? A skillet? That's closer. That's closer. What is? A, a butter churn is closer? Closer, but it's still not anywhere in the neighborhood. Hmm. 
Y'all won't guess. A bread maker. I know people who make bread. You don't fit the profile. <laughs> well, Joey knows. Your house is going to smell good. Yeah, uh-huh. Joey knows I like process of anything, yeah, and the does. thought of making anything homemade is just like, mm. I will sometimes go on Amazon, and this is no exaggeration, because you know something else that I've really always wanted to do was make my own candles. You are no longer allowed to I make know. fun of me. But I'll go on Amazon and I will top Please in tell the me phrase. It, you're at least going to make it man scented, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> mandibles. Like wood. Yeah. No, the real. You're making the, the next version of uh, what is it called? Squatch or whatever? Yeah, mm-hmm. Squatch soap. I've thought about making soap <laughs> that too. stuff is good. I've actually looked up how to make pine tar soap. I've thought about making soap oh, as well. I love but pine tar. I, and one, there's another thing that's on my Amazon wish list that if I get it, that is really going to become my next big hobby. But I, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, the candles thing. I, I came up with that idea originally, which became mandals. Have y'all seen mandals? Mm-mm. They're candles that are man-scented things. They smell like <laughs> cut grass, fresh mahogany. I had love handles in mind. Here are the mandals. mandals. That's what you call That's mandals. That's what you thought that was. Like they love s- handles on a guy. They smell like fresh mahogany, you know, stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Cedar, you know. Cigar. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Leather. Uh, so I had that idea a long time ago and I just sit on it and mm. didn't do it. And then somebody else did it and came up with a perfect name. Mm. You know, anyway, I've always wanted to do that, but um, I will go on Amazon and type in quotations to get this, this exact, you know, you put something in quotation, you get that exact phrase. I will type in quote, making kit end quote. Mm -hmm. So it could be like a candle making kit, root beer making kit. It could be whatever. And I will just (laughs) peruse all the different making kits to see like what's out there that I could make at home. (laughs) And I've I've probably got ten of them on my Amazon wish list. <laughs> That's hilarious. Are you serious? I just think it's so cool. So did you get a a, a bread making kit or did you get Is that how a, you found it? Like oh, a bread yeah. oven. It's like the bread maker where basically you just put all the ingredients in mm. and it, it spins it spins up, it. lets it rise, and then bakes it. Mm. It's just uh, a, bre- a bread maker. Wendy so, Lucas made some rosemary bread and brought it to the women's party last night. I've never even heard of that. It's so good. I've had it at her house before. It's really? very good. See, I yes. need to talk to some bread makers because yeah. I, I need We've to educate myself. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I topped that in, by the way. What, making, making kit? Making kit. Yeah. Your top yeah. ones that come up candles. are scented candles. Yeah. For Soap. A, for adult kids. That's what it says. <laughs> for adult kids. The next one is body lotion making kits. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a wine making kit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of alcohol related stuff. Beer making, mm-hmm. meat, mead making, uh-huh. uh, stuff like that. Mo- mozzarella and ricotta cheese making kit. Yeah, it's on my wish list. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, the che- really? The che- not that one specifically, but a cheese making kit is on my wish list. Uh, I thought you weren't a big fan of cheese. I'm not. Okay. I just think it'd be cool to make some. <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue sauce making For kit. There's a hot sauce making kit. I've got yeah. one of those on my wish list as well, too, and I don't like hot sauce either. <laughs> <laughs> There's a knife making kit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mo- mostly candles and stuff like that. Yeah, it's mostly candles. Ooh, sushi making kit. Yeah. I don't have <laughs> yeah. that. I've seen Mm-mm. it, but I don't have that. My wife would buy that. Mm-mm. 
For sure. Anyway, nope. but no, no I, I just, I wanted to go ahead and throw that out there because when I bring in some homemade bread, I didn't want to get made fun of too much, but I'm looking forward to it. I think it just depends on how it tastes. I'm, I'm going to start with <laughs> no. just like your standard. No, there's no depends. He's getting made fun of. I, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to start with just like your standard, you know, white bread. And then I'm going to try, I'm going to try like some sweet bread type stuff. I want to do like a cinnamon sugar bread. And then I want to do a, I want to do like a cheddar bread. My brother said he was at, it was funny that I, that I, he and I were on the phone, we were talking. I told him about getting the bread maker. He was like, that's crazy that you did. He's like, I was just at my friend's house and his wife is, she's big into sourdough. Like she's Mm. got all the sourdough Mm. starters and all that kind of stuff. And she makes a homemade cheddar jalapeno sourdough. Ooh, yum. That sounded amazing. Yeah, for sure. He said they serve it just in like small slices with pimento cheese. What? Anyway. That's what somebody else brought some kind of dip in a crock pot last night. And it, I think they brought it to go on like, um, there was like some pita bread slices. But I put it on that rosemary bread. It was delicious. Hmm. Well. There is a beer making kit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen those. No. Uh, well, since we're talking about culinary oh, related uh-huh. things, okay. Say what? This one is disturbing. Extremely disturbing. Oh my goodness! Y'all know what chopped chopped is? C H O P T. Oh no! No. You don't know what that is? Mm-mm. No. It's a it's a chain. It's a restaurant. Chopped. I've seen a C H O P P E D. Like the, but not a no, C H O P T. Like the TV show kind of. Yeah. Like. No, it's a it's a chain. There's one. I know there's one in Vestavia. In the in the shopping center there in front of the, in front of the movie theater in Vestavia. Chopped. C H O P T. It's like a it's a place where you go in and. You know how you have like the uh, the pizza places like the Pieology and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Or, Is this salad? And it's salad. You go in and like custom create a salad. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. So they're, they're a big chain. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> I'm just going to read the headline. Customer sues chopped eatery chain over salad that she said contained a piece of manager's finger. Okay, what part of how, the finger? How did she know it was the managers? A customer. That's a good point. This is from Mount Kisco, New York, and this is from just a few days ago, like three days ago. A customer has filed a lawsuit against the fast casual chain chopped over a salad that she says contained a piece of the manager's finger. The lawsuit filed Monday by Alec. Allison Causey of Greenwich, Connecticut, alleges that she bought a salad at the Chop location in Mount Kisco, New York, and realized while eating it that she was chewing on a portion of a human <sighs> finger. It got into her mouth. That had been mixed in and made to made as part of the salad. According to the lawsuit, a manager at the restaurant accidentally severed a piece of her left pointer finger while chopping arugula. The manager went to the hospital, but can, but the contaminated arugula was still served to customers, including Kazi. 
<laughs> so gross. That's so gross. Can we move on? <laughs> Westchester County Health Department records show that that chop location was fined nine hundred dollars. Kazi said nine hundred. Nine hundred dollars for like nine million. <laughs> That's not enough. <laughs> I mean, Kazi said on somebody's in, finger <laughs> by accident. What would that be like? Have y'all ever found anything in food while chewing it? Yes. Like what? Yes. Um, I, I've got a couple of things. I was, yes, I was having pasta one time mm. and it, something hard in there. And I kept thinking, okay, this, you know, because sometimes your chicken or whatever has a bone or maybe mm-hmm. it got too charred or whatever. And it was, but it was not right. Right. I spit it out. Mm. And it was a fingernail. Ew. Nice. Is this at a restaurant? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm not going to say the restaurant because you, you so wouldn't believe me. I've more than one occasion I've been eating food and realized there was hair in my mouth. I've gotten hair. I've gotten, like you said, like chewing a piece of chicken, a piece of bone, but never mm. like, aside from hair, never like foreign objects. But what what I'm famous for, though, as far as what I ate or bit into, and there was something is the, and I will mention this place, it was the Stuckies. Y'all remember that? I actually told Mm-mm. the church though about this. Mm-mm. So I like a good, like peanut top based candy bar. Yeah. So I love a payday. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I, I eat paydays a lot. I, you know, those are good. So, um, and so I go to the Stuckies, and this is, yeah, please understand, this is probably 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I go to the Stuckies. I'm sure it's under a new management now. I think they've did it right now, but. It was back when it was just barely a gas station. Mm-hmm. And I walked in there, and I got a got my payday, got my drink, and started driving. I was going up north, 65 north. So I'm driving up, you know, just driving up north, just eating my payday. And um, you know how, like, just out of your peripheral, you'll get a color of something that you're like, okay, that normally shouldn't be there. And out of the peripheral of my eye, I saw something white on a payday bar and that's normally not a color you mm-hmm. see on a payday bar. And when I looked inside the peanut peanut butter candy bar was maggots. Like <laughs> white maggots. And when I spit it out, there were maggots Mm-mm. in what I had bitten. So I was just sitting there. Sorry. They're just protein. Bear grills. Th- I know, something. right? Yeah. Right? They just added some protein for you. But it just it just ruined it for me though. Do you eat paydays now? Huh? Do you eat paydays now? I do. That that didn't turn out to be. That's that's kind of odd. Like you think yeah. like maybe this person will never eat salad again, but I bet she does. But if you like eat, because we all have cereal or something that we threw up as a kid that we will never eat again. So it's like throwing up seems to be the thing that makes you not want to do that yeah. again. The uh, I, I've other than a, a a stray hair, which you know who knows if it was somebody at the restaurant or if it was probably not mine or my wife's or something. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. happened a few times, and I have gotten pieces of bone randomly and things or just something really hard, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. like in a hamburger or something like, like a, that. Yeah. Um, but the oddest that I've ever seen in person was I was eating once with my brother-in-law and his family, and um, this was years ago because his dad has passed away, but he, um, we were eating, and his dad was eating a hamburger steak, and 
bit down into and went through his tongue a chunk of a piece of spatula, like stainless steel kitchen utensil. What? A chunk of it. And it went through his tongue. It went through like his, pierced through his pierced tongue. Pierced through his tongue. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, Ow. wow. They comped everybody's meal I at bet. our table. <laughs> and I was like, plus $900. <laughs> if he swallowed that. My goodness. But it was so funny. He's just such an easygoing guy. He just like took it out and he was like, and I put a hole in my tongue. Of course, his wife was like, Oh my goodness! Like it freaked her out yeah. because it was like if he would have swallowed that, yeah, that could have been awful. That could have been terrible. Mm-mm. And yeah. uh, mm. so the man, the he, she, t- she tells like the waiter, and then the waiter goes and gets the manager. He comes back and he's like, "I'm so sorry. It must have came off when they were flipping." And anyway, he's like, "All right." And he was like, "Well, we're comping everybody's food and all that kind of stuff." And he was like, "Okay." He just finished the hamburger steak. <laughs> Did he really? Yeah. How was he able I think to I eat? That sounds it. really painful. Yeah. Shoot. I mean, it, it you better like be bringing me dessert. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me some ice cream to uh, numb this. <laughs> anyway, it says uh, in the lawsuit, um, you know, that she's, she's filed a lawsuit against them. Uh, the lady has, and it said in the lawsuit that she suffered injuries, including shock, panic attacks, migraines, cognitive impairment, nausea, dizziness, neck and shoulder pain. That is over. <laughs> <Really>. <laughs> Oh, me. That is so (laughs) dramatic. She's seeking unspecified monetary damages, so it's a lot. Is her dog okay? I mean, do we need to give damages to the pets? (laughs) I mean, I can can understand, like, I actually could understand the the mental aspect of it, Mm -hmm. of, like, I was – eating my lunch, and then I'm chewing on a human finger. That's like, traumatizing. That's traumatizing. Degree. So I could understand, like, okay, now I have anxiety every yes. time I eat out. I yeah. can even understand the nausea. I can understand the nausea, the dizzy, but the neck and shoulder pain. <laughs> neck and like, shoulder pain. Come on, you're just piling on now. <laughs> oh. It's like, can you imagine her showing up to court and she's got a neck brace on? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, Miss Cosy? Well, when I bit on that finger, it gave me whiplash, you know? <laughs> <gave> like, whiplash. <laughs> And I fainted, so now I'm in this wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, oh, whoever's finger it is, their DNA is now rushing through oh, my, my veins, goodness. you know, or whatever. Like, that's a, I don't know. That was a. I just, I, I don't know. I mean, I get it. That's kind of gross. I mean, you're chewing on somebody else's finger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm sure it wasn't like a finger. Like, it was a. Piece of piece. skin, maybe with some meat in it or whatever. Well, if they ha- but, if it was enough to send them to the hospital, it was probably a good chunk. Yeah, but still. But I would bet money. I would bet money. This lady probably bites her own fingernails at times. Chews on, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. chews on the little edge of her finger, you know, maybe. when she's nervous. Maybe. And I get it when it's somebody else's finger, but you know, but I I don't know. I I just find that funny. Yeah, that's that's just so. That's just a. I think it's funny because that's the culture we live in these days. It's mm-hmm. like because you know that really wasn't her idea. That was the lawyer's idea yeah. to Some, really yeah, come up with all that. Somebody heard about that and contacted aren't you? her because you know so, that lawyer was like, "Come, so on, are you sure co- those shoulders aren't sore? Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm I mean, sure your neck don't hurt. <laughs> sure. uh, so here's my question: Can we call this episode? Give them the finger. <laughs> Uh, finger salad. Ooh, finger I like salad. that. Yeah. Finger foods. Gross. Finger foods. There we go. Ew. 
people are going to listen to it thinking that we're giving them like finger food ideas for Christmas. Yeah, finger foods. I like that. That's I funny. still kind of want to call it give them the finger. <laughs> I actually like that better than finger foods. Oh my finger goodness, man. Yeah, we'll call it finger foods. Just keep it G-rated. I just wonder if there's listeners every once in a while that go, I don't know if these guys are saved or not. Like, I don't know if they know Jesus. Cause well, I can tell you one thing. If you're eating a salad out at a restaurant and you bite into a person's finger, it's definitely going to cause some tension. Ooh. What? <laughs> that was good. Love it. That was good. That was nice. Uh, which brings up, ironically, the new series that we started uh, yesterday, Intention, part one. Uh, came out of Luke chapter 2, verse 14. <laughs> uh, I don't have the scripture in front of me. Do you have it? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have it by heart. Oh, okay. Glo- glory to God in the <laughs> highest and on earth, peace, goodwill towards me. You didn't know oh. that, Blake? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I played Charlie Brown's Christmas for you. <laughs> I played Linus's little... That's little... sure you did. Uh, yeah. That... So I, I I don't know what it was with my note-taking yesterday, but my note-taking is extremely vague. I have a lot of notes, but they're all extremely vague, okay? <laughs> so you're going to have to fill in a lot of gaps. I'm going to be and, honest with you. This was so crowd interactive, I was not looking forward to today. Look, and I wasn't here at all, so good luck. Because there was a lo- <laughs> I hadn't even begun to tell you what happened yesterday. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so we were focusing on glory to God in the highest. Mm-hmm. That's the part we were focusing on. And uh, the first note I have is, well, not the first note I have, but the first, yeah, I guess it is. There, I said, I wrote down, there are invisible things lying in plain sight. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I why, mean, did, why did I write that? <laughs> I feel like well, we're back at Easter Luke all 2, of a 14. sudden. Yeah. Well, this is Luke 2.14, so glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards man. That that has become a cultural, a Christmas culture cultural euphemism, right? So it's like um, people say that, but they don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. And so so it's really a, a very power-packed theological statement. Mm-hmm. And, and it really has a lot of like tentacles that run out in so many different ways. And so even though it's just one verse, it, it's a, it's a, it, it packs a punch. Mm-hmm. And so, so much so that, I, you know, I told everybody that, you know, to find this meaning— um, which can be eluded um, by a lot of people, you know, it's because it does come across like it's invisible, but in reality, it's lying there in plain sight. It's just that you got to kind of, you know, you know, expound on it, so to speak. So that's what we're doing in this series is we're taking that verse and t- and I'm taking the first half, which is what I did this past Sunday, and talking about glory to God in the highest. And then I'm taking the second half next Sunday and talking about what it means to, you know, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. So so that's kind of where that came from. Like, it, it has a, an incredible meaning, mm-hmm. and it's lying right there in plain sight, but yet it's so elusive yeah. to so many people. So in order to uncover the meaning, you really have to talk about the surrounding facts. That yes. was the next thing that I had yes. in, in place. And, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's when we went really into the different points that you made. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, you can say, do you want me to read them all or do you want to say something about each of them or what do you? No, I mean, unless you, I, I think they kind of, you know, self-explanatory when you read them. But yeah. I think it's just important to note, you know, especially um, if you're like a, a, a student of the Bible, basically all these things are context. But I was kind of in, trying to encourage the crowd to be a little bit more like play the detective role 
And so I, w- I was calling these circumstantial facts and things mm-hmm. that are, you know, environmental, uh, things that weren't necessarily related to it, but yet impacted it a lot, sure. you know? So yeah. there you go. So the first one that I have is, uh, number one was palace life and peasant life didn't mix together. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. Number two was clean didn't rub elbows with dirty. Yes. Number three, shepherds were not the usual audience of angels. Number four, kings were not born in stables. Number five was kings did not have mangers for cribs. Number six was Mary was greatly troubled when she heard the news. And number seven was, have I missed any of them up yet? No, you're good. Okay. Number seven was, (laughs) everyone knew that the glory of God was housed in the temple and sealed in the Holy of Holies. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to tell Tiffany how this unfolded from here? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, um, first off, just these... (laughs) In the first service, please. I will, I will. But these, let me say this about these seven facts. They they, they really do... um, have an impact on this verse um, when you start thinking thinking about it. Everything from, you know, the Jews and the Gentiles didn't mix mm-hmm. to what the Jews thought were clean and unclean, and um, king, you know, and the fact that Jesus, yes, he was the Savior that was born, but he was also born to be the King, you know. And mm-hmm. so, so you take into all these different things into account, and then you take into account that the angels. Um, witness the glory of God and that and, you know and the presence and the and the glory shown around them mm-hmm. and and that presence that you know of and the glory of God was everybody's understanding their mindset was okay that's in the temple and nobody can go in there but the high priest you know so so all of that was you know why you would you know you would see Mary or even um, the shepherds being greatly troubled or afraid by this because it was like, wait a minute, why am I getting to see this? Mm-hmm. You know, who am I that I would get to see this? So so you have to take into all these uh, facts into account. And like I said, I was trying to get everybody to to kind of play detective to kind of help me unlock Luke 2.14. Mm-hmm. And so because it's Christmas, I thought what would be funny is to play off of the movie A Christmas Story where Ralphie gets the little orphan Annie decoder pen or whatever. And so we actually had that on the handout Mm -hmm. and, and it had a little decoder key, you know, that would unlock. And so those, those seven facts. By the way, can I add something right here? Mm -hmm. You made jokes in both services right then that I didn't appreciate. Oh, uh uh-oh. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? About. Right, Right then. About uh, about a Christmas story not being something that no ushers Christmas in or about Ovaltine. Oh, because <laughs> I drink Ovaltine. <laughs> did you know I drink Ovaltine? I did know that, and it's nasty. It's not nasty. You drink it Ovaltine is too nasty. when you're making candles. <laughs> I drink Ovaltine. Oh, you know he'd make an Ovaltine candle. Ovaltine <laughs> is excellent, and I like to pair my Ovaltine with a two percent Fairlife. Okay, let me just go ahead and okay, say, can I? I, if we were to survey the audience, you would be the only human in that room drinking Ovaltine. No, you're wrong. Really? You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and first off, I would venture to say that there's a large portion of people that have not even tried Ovaltine. 
Okay. Well, it's because it's a crummy commercial. And when's the last time you had Ovaltine? And who made it for you? My grandmother drank Ovaltine, and I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> you need to let me make it's it. Very, it's very salty, gritty. No. Yes. No, it's not salty at all. Mm. Mm-mm. No, you 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 misremembering. Okay. You need to let me make you some Ovaltine. Where does Ovaltine stand in comparison with like Nesquik? It's it's similar but better. Hmm. It's similar but better. Hmm. Like I make it. One thing that you have to do is this is my uh, this, this is my opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ovaltine is better when it's not mixed extremely strong. Like mix it just a tad weak, and hmm. it's way better in my opinion. It's like. It's chocolatey, but it's like a faint chocolate. I don't like faint chocolate. I like well, a lot of chocolate. I'm the same way. I'm the same way, generally <laughs> speaking, except when it comes to Ovaltine. Hmm. You need to let me make y'all some Ovaltine. Maybe. Okay. Done. I'll try it. I'll try it once. I'm not scared. It's really good. Okay. It'll be our, our next thing to taste test on the podcast, Ovaltine. I'll do it. I'll bring some. <laughs> we got to do it with Fair Life, though. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Sorry, I interrupted so what, you. What I don't even remember what I was saying. <laughs> what happened with the decoder pen? Yeah, you were talking about the decoder thing. <laughs> that you came up with the idea to yes. do that because you thought it'd yes. be fun. Yeah, so like l- let's let everybody pretend they're a little Ralphie and try to decode mm-hmm. what the, the clue is. Because that was the overall thing about Luke two fourteen was that there are two really key clues that unlock that scripture. Mm-hmm. And uh and so I didn't I could just give them to give you the first one. But I thought it would be fun if, because, you know, so many people like problem solving and mm-hmm. playing detective or crossword puzzles or Sudokus or whatever. And so I thought, hey, here on your handout, see if you can figure out, see if you can figure it out. So you had these little blanks like hangman and all this kind of stuff. And so at the first service, I just kind of, without, I mean, I didn't give them much. I just said, hey, we got a prize. Whoever figures it out, we'll, we'll give you a gift card to Starbucks, you know. And, and, uh, and so I threw it out there and it was just like. Crickets. It was not even cr- crickets. Wouldn't even. Were they even trying? <laughs> yeah, they were. They and were trying. They were so they were, confused. They were confused. Everybody's looking at him like. Even the smart people in the room were like, "I don't know if you got this one right, bro." And like, and <laughs> did you explain the one seven thing? After yeah. I did, I, after I explained one of them, that you could hear everybody go, "Oh, okay," and then they started and went, "No, this nope. is still not working out. Not nope, working. This is not working." <laughs> It, it got so bad that, that like, I probably, and I have to apologize to the early fa- service. My favorite part is when Gen- Jennifer Knowlton had to point out to you what's wrong. That was awesome. Yes. <laughs> what happened? So so on the screen uh, for the very first one, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the actual... Clue is a memory is a, is a scripture verse, right. scripture reference. So it's Second Corinthians, right? right? So I needed a two to make it work. Numeral two, like a numeral two, right. not T W O. And so on the on the screen, it had two, like the number two, mm-hmm. the numeral two. But on the handout, it spelled out T W O. So no. everybody, yeah. oh, it did. And so everybody was like, "This ain't working." This ain't and then, no, but here's what, it, it even gets worse. It even gets worse. 
then I got to look in, and even the decoder key was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was a misprint on that as well. And that what? wasn't on you. That was on me. And so, like, literally. <laughs> That's a lot of blanks for 2COR. No, wait. Yeah, it was wrong. No, no, no. It Not not the blanks. No, that one of the blanks is going to be the period for because it was a mm-hmm. Corinthians abbreviated. So, well, how did you get that it was TWO on here? <laughs> or was it TWO on the screen and the number two on the No, handout? no, no. It was number two on the screen, but TWO on the on the uh, actual handout. So when they were counting over to get that, it was possible. wrong. Okay, our listeners okay. are so confused I'm right confused. now. I'm confused. I printed the, the handout, and the, I'm sitting here looking at it on my phone and counting the spaces, and it should be number two. No, no, no. C-O-R. you got to go to the fact, number one. Yeah. The, oh. Where it says yeah. palace life and oh. peasant life. So when they counted over, so the, it where says, they found the clue was the word TWO instead right. of the number two. But the blank two. needed the number yes. two. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Anyway, it, uh, that part was a disaster in the early service. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Until finally somebody just started guessing. <laughs> After he gave them, he gave them a few. Yes, <laughs> and then, and then it was David Turner who guessed it, really, and yelled it out. And, and he, Joey and, was like, "Yeah." And of course, by this time, Joey's ready to move on. He's right. just like, "Yeah, that's I'll, it. Give him a gift card." <laughs> I was about to give the gift card to myself, you know. <laughs> And so, uh, so I go over there and hand it to him. Well, then after the service, I asked him, I was like, how did you figure it out if the key was wrong? He was like, I just... Cause guessed. I'd guess. Just threw a verse out yeah. <laughs> well, of all the verses in the Bible. Well, the number four and the number seven was right. Yeah. Okay. And so he just kind of put two and two. He filled in and the somebody gaps. Had, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> somebody had... Somebody... It was Zach. He guessed second Colossians. like, there is no well, second, second Colossians. <laughs> And that's when you realize it starts with a C. It's either, se- you know, it's got to be Second Corinthians. Yes. So that anyway. needs to go back to BBS and yeah. learn, yes. His, yes. learn his Bible verses. Yeah. And yeah. there was a visiting family that they got the Second Corinthians part, but they didn't get the 4-7. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting. But the second service, I had made all the changes that need to be mm-hmm. made, and I coached them a lot more, and I had a winner just like nice. that, like yeah. Kim Horton. And you know she no wasn't time. first? Was she not? No. And I, I tried to stop you, but you weren't. You should have. I was, I was yelling. I was saying, no, 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 who, no. Who stood up? They, they didn't stand up. They threw their hand up. And it was uh, like their hand went up, and then it was like one, one thousand, two, one thousand, and then Kim stood where, up. Who was it? Do you know him? It was Diana Kelly. Was it? Yeah. Aww. And she had it, And too. she's in the. She sits kind of in the back, She was too. in the very yeah, back, and she was oh. in one of those dark spots, mm-hmm. and you couldn't oh. see her. I was if trying she just stood up, I would have saw her. I was trying to stop you, and she just kind of looked at me and waved, uh, waved me off. Right. And was so like, Shannon, Kelly, all right. all shout, y'all. Out. shout Diana, out to Diana. Yeah, Shannon, Kelly, Diana, all you guys. I'm so sorry. All right. <laughs> anyway, it was... I owe you a Starbucks coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. Did you want to read that verse, the second Corinthians? Yeah, letter? yeah, so... The, this is a key to me to unlocking um, what it means to for to say glory to God in the highest um, and all this and what part it plays in the Christmas story. And that is Second uh, Corinthians four seven says, "But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that all show this all surpassing power is from God and not from us." Yeah, <clears throat> and so that treasure um, that it's talking about that we have this treasure is found in verse six which uh, describes it as the light of the knowledge of God's glory. So we have this this light of God's glory as treasure 
in these jars of clay, mm-hmm. and which is us, and yeah. it represents us as these containers that contain something like that. And so, so when you when you begin to understand what jars of clay are, earthen vessels, as some translations say, um, Paul, you begin to understand that Paul is comparing the value of God's light and glory versus the value of what he has chose to put in, put his light and glory in, right. And ultimately, the the point was was that God has chosen to put His light and glory in the everyday dishes, not in the fine china, right? Mm. Which totally plays to the whole Christmas story. Yeah, like kings are not born in stables yeah. or mangers. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. the packaging is can can be you know tricky a lot yeah. of times. You know. Yeah. Man, you really kind of touched on all of my last points here. But yeah. okay. <laughs> no, I liked when you said that you and I are not worthy to be the container, yet we we have the treasure anyway. Mm. I like mm. that. Yeah. And uh yeah. God loves to put his glory in unlikely packages so his glory is most clearly displayed. I felt like that was a great yeah. A great statement. Yeah, but, because we are we are unlikely packages. We are unlikely containers for God's glory. So yeah. mm. I think that's key. Yeah. From for there the whole Christmas story. Yeah. From there you really kind of closed out talking about the tension kind of surrounding the season. That was Yeah, really the, the joy and the, the stress and how all that comes in. And basically ultimately that's just anytime you feel the stress coming in and mixing with the joy, it just means you're getting away from you're getting caught up in the packaging of Christmas right. and you're forgetting that the value is what the gift was, and his name mm-hmm. is Jesus. So, right, yeah, there it is, mm. in yep. all its glory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate I missed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd have been in the back going. <laughs> you would have been freaking. She, she would have been, been stressed out. out. Yes. You'd have been stressed out. <laughs> Absolutely. It, uh, I just thought it was funny. I was like, yeah, this is not working right <laughs> like now. Like, the favorite moment was was I was in the back trying to. F- I could not figure out what was going wrong, and Emma, who was one of our worship leaders, she's staring at me like. Just tell me what to do, and I'll help. Just yeah. tell me what to do. And I was standing there, and I was silent, and she was like, are you okay? Are you okay? I was like, I can't figure out. I just don't know what just went <laughs> wrong. And when I figured it out, it was really simple. Yeah, you know? right. But uh, it, it had some some pressure, stressful moments there, some tension. Let me yeah. tell you about some tension and Miss Miss Emma Mackinall. <laughs> that girl threatened to punch me during a game of cornhole yesterday. Oh, that's right. At y'all our Christmas your, party. Yeah, y'all, y'all do a whole y'all, I was competition shocked. thing, right? Yeah, yeah, and we won. Mountaineers won. The Mountaineers won? We won. So y'all are the we, new champs. Well, yeah, we got the trophy. So what is the trophy? It's a golden toilet seat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still not sure how we got there, how we got to that. Was it clean? It's it's clean. Okay. What I hope so because Jason Cannon put it over his head. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, uh, that, Cannons. Yeah. No, that was a that lot was of great, fun. Great, y'all. But I was shocked at our worship leader. Cool, cool. Well, let's <laughs> let's go over what's coming up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all tell me. <laughs> oh, Blake don't know. No, I do know. I know. Well, a we had the blanket swap so, last night, so that's done. Yeah. Yep. And then so next Sunday morning at seven thirty, we got men's breakfast. That's right. So that's going to be so all the men listening, you are invited whether you go to High Point or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have uh, pancakes, bacon, hash browns, eggs. I mean, it's mm-hmm. you're, and, and we're not really going to preach at you or nothing. I mean, all you're going to do is come and eat. We're going to give you some opportunities, some men's stuff that you can get involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that might be a challenge in there. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. but no no preaching at your or nothing so good good time for men to fellowship and then um and then but the f- it is it, it is still two services next sunday yes this, yeah two services Sunday. next sunday yes yep. and this, it'll be part two 
of this series. Mm-hmm. So, and then after that, December seventeenth, we're going to have like our. Uh, it's we're combining our service into one at ten thirty, and we're going to be having our kids' uh, mini Christmas play along with comboed with uh, the ba- a baby dedication. So, yeah. now I had some parents come up and ask me yesterday, "Is it too late for their baby to sign up?" It is not. You just if you want to, you know, be a part of the baby dedication, go online. The sign up mm-hmm. is there, and uh, we'll get you in. We just need to know ASAP. I don't know what yeah. the deadline is, but. Yeah. But I know that, you know, we have to get some stuff prepared because we do Uh, hand stuff to the parents. Yeah, I would say by Monday or Tuesday of next week. Okay. So we can, we got, you know, we'll put those pictures up on the slides and everything. Yeah, for sure. I'll give us time to get all that ready, but. For sure. And then the, and then as far as like, uh, um, we probably skipped Wednesday night. Wednesday night, we are having services. Mm -hmm. Um, And then. Then the but the following Wednesday we are not. No, we, no, are. we are. Is that we right? Are. The 13th, we are having services. It'll be practice for the kids' oh, play. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we just are having premature. We just won't have adult Bible study yep. that night. That's all. That's right. That's the right. students are having their Christmas party on the 13th. That's right. That Project 28 still happening and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah, kids. So, yeah. Um, and so then the following yeah. Sunday will be Christmas Eve. That's right. And yes. so a lot of people don't realize Christmas Eve is on Sunday this year. So if this is news to you, go ahead and make plans to be a part of your church, be a part of, uh, you know, making that, a you know, something that really help you kind of ground mm-hmm. uh, your family into the meaning of Christmas. And so we here we do candles and communion or carols and communion with candles and all mm-hmm. that. It's a very special time for our church family, and we make it a special time for your family as well. Yes. Um, and then after that, it's, uh, man, it's New Year's. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yes. Yep. If that's a lot for you to remember, make sure to open the High Point app and click on events or go on our website and look at the events section. We've actually got all of those service time changes outlined alongside all of our yeah. Christmas parties <clears throat> and baby dedication, registration, and all of that is there. Yeah. Okay. The easy way to remember it is from the 17th, the three Sundays in a row mm-hmm. is one service at 1030. Yep. Okay. Seven, so that's the 17th, the 24th, and the 31st, 31st is all one service. One at service. 10, at 1030. Yep. That's it. Anything else? I believe that's it. All right. All right. Y'all have a good December. Sandy Gravy.